What's going on? Welcome to Cullinane's Cafe. I'm your host, Burke Cullinane. And today on this episode, we have a special guest, Josh Haynes, my buddy Josh Haynes from Kansas City, fellow filmmaker and YouTuber. In this episode, we talk all about, you know, pretty much that filmmaking and YouTube and his growing channel right now. Uh, at, the, at this podcast, at the day of this podcast right now, he's just shy of 15,000 subscribers. We talk about his journey to uh, that point. We also talk a little bit about work-life balance, YouTube life balance, you know, whatever you want to call it and giving your time accordingly and prioritizing your time. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. So sit back, have a drink and enjoy. Well, dude, thanks for uh, thanks for being here today. I got the first thing I gotta ask you. Gotta ask you this, and that's I think that's gonna be the theme of this podcast. And it doesn't necessarily have to be what you're drinking right now, because maybe you're not drinking anything right now. But what's what's your drink of choice? Um, watered down bleach. I kind of prefer. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we have. Well, it just a- got cryptic. Yeah, it did. Uh, we have a espresso machine, a Breville, uh, in our house that I bought. Oh, snap. I don't know, like a year ago, right? Because I had a crazy addiction um, to espresso, and, and it gets expensive, like any other coffee connoisseur knows. Uh, and I figured out real quick, did the math, and I was like, man, I'm spending triple the amount going to these coffee places you know, every day. So I was like, I'm just going to spend $600 one time. Uh, is basically what I convinced my wife, you know, uh, and it did actually, the math did wind up being correctly. So basically, oh, yeah, for sure. It, it was just kind of one of those. I'm like, I hope my math is correct, you know, and <laughs> no, it, it was, uh, so basically anything that is, uh, got some espresso in it. I mean, I'll drink a, a nice Americano. Um, I'll drink a nice iced coffee depending on what it is. Um, and it's like, I don't. Is that technically iced coffee if it's espresso with milk? Uh, ice. Bro, well, I would probably say. Well, no, it would be like a latte, I guess. Technically, an iced latte. Yeah. That's what and it then, is. That's what. I'm, okay, okay. Or you would do like you could do an iced americano with cream. I, I guess. I guess you could do that. You could water down the espresso and then use milk. I guess technically, you know. That's true. I never drink uh, to season. I'm always just like, I'll just drink uh, what I'm what I'm feeling. Like I know people that will drink iced coffee only in the summer, uh, or you know, like lattes and stuff. And I'm like, no, nope, I'll drink hot or cold, no matter. It's just kind of what I'm feeling, you know. So, I'm a season guy. I'm a season guy. Like are right you that now, pump, it's, it's pumpkin spice guy. You know, yeah, dude. I mean, why not? I'll I'll get down with the pumpkin spice latte. But I mean, like. <laughs> Summer right now, definitely, definitely a lot of cold brew, uh, yeah. iced Americanos. Um, I, I honestly haven't had many lattes lately. I've just been kind of like on the dark. I, I drink black coffee. I, you yeah. knew that, but like for those, I, of, I did for the for the listeners that don't know that. Yeah, just straight up like black espresso, Americano. Yeah, 
Anything iced right now is good for me. <laughs> no, see, I, I can't do that because I remember when I'd be doing live streams and stuff, you'd always comment, be like, what's that mud water, you know, sitting there. And I'm like, listen, yeah, not dude. all of us can drink it straight black. I, like, I, I like the dirt flavor, but I got to have a little something, something, you know. Um, I get that. I get it. I, I mean, it's a, acquired, I guess, you know, over time. And maybe it's because I, I guess, like to be a little more crafty with the coffee and like test out different roasts and, 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 and get the different flavor profiles. I don't know if that's what it is. I was going to say on a scale of one to 10, what is your uh, favorite um, or how much do you like the process of making the coffee? Um, oh, you know, dude, like a, like a 12 out of 10. And honestly that that's why it's like, I freaking love that espresso machine. Even with it being, you know, uh, a machine, it's like, I still have to weigh the beans out. You know, I still have to make the dosage correctly. Um, and my wife will come in there and just basically do it as quickly as possible for her. And I'm like, Ugh! you know, like it, it freaks me yeah. out because I want it to be exactly to scale. You know, like it, it, I, I enjoy the ritual of it. You know, um, that makes it fun. Yeah. Like I have to have a certain cup that it goes in. It's just, you know, it's just something, something special. I hear know? that. I hear that, man. But uh, yo, so for those of you guys who don't know who Josh is, you're you're a YouTuber, filmmaker. What would you what would you consider yourself? Um, yeah, basically anything filmmaking. Um, it's still weird. Um, you know when like family or uh, friends will ask, you know, like they still look at you weird, dude. It's it's 2020, and people still look at you weird when you're saying you're making a video for YouTube, uh, or even the internet. And half the time. If, especially if it's extended family, I'm just like, I'm just making a video, you know, it, it just is what it is. Cause they know I make videos for freelance, but, uh, I'll just make, I'll just tell them I'm making a video period. Cause then it's like, you got to go down the 30 questions or they'll look at you like you're weird. Um, but I feel, I, you know, I feel like that's with any freelance stuff though. It's like people always look at you weird, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, so, uh, it, it's definitely a different age, I guess, where like it, it's not super common, you know, to be, well, now it is, but I mean, back in the day, like our parents and like grandparents, like it wasn't super common to be able to just make videos. There were, I mean, the internet didn't exist, but I got, I got a question for you because, well, and and that's kind of what what I want to talk to you about today is like I feel like you've seen a lot of growth on YouTube. Surprisingly, and it's just been <laughs> surprisingly. I, I mean, I think you great. Excuse me, I think you make great content, um, and I think that you found something that is uh, a little more, I guess, niche. You could say like you're still in the filmmaking niche, but you sound you've you found something that nobody else was really doing at the time at least at least from my perspective yeah with the the davinci resolve stuff um was something that i saw a need for um which uh, we've all anyone that's pursuing any kind of online platform or anything like that has heard it you know like you know just keep making good content you know the same over and over and over again which you know, it's like a lot of people are, but they still have a problem. And then it's like, you'll hear the same people say, you know, find something that is a good niche and that you can, you know, focus on. And it's like, well, that's great. But it's like everything has been done before. Uh, and I had seen some people doing Resolve tutorials, uh, but it was still very lacking. Um, and especially 
uh, let's see, I think it was about a year ago, um, Blackmagic brought out their update for DaVinci Resolve and really kind of overhauled it. Uh, and it seemed like they uh, made it a little more user-friendly. Like I'd used it before uh, for many years, actually, um, just doing freelance stuff because it's got, you know, an industry standard color grading, um, you know, platform in it. So I was used to having to, you know, decode or, you know, I'm not exactly sure the word I'm looking for, but, you know, transfer my files over from either Premiere or Final Cut, whatever, to uh, you brought. Yes, yes. But yeah, like moving the metadata over. So it's like I, I got used to uh, the project. And then uh, sometimes I would have a problem uh, doing that. Uh, so I just sometimes it was easier just to edit it uh, all in there, depending on what the project was. Uh, and I just became more and more comfortable with it. So that's kind of where I just kind of jumped on of like, I'm just going to start throwing some of these tutorials up because there wasn't a whole lot that I had seen uh, compared to how much there is for Premiere and Final Cut and, you know, some of these other editors. Uh, and especially the the biggest thing that really hit me was, is even when I was starting YouTube, I always wanted to try to do as much uh, for, you know, early filmmakers. Because like you were saying, how the internet really, you know, uh, we, we kind of like grew up with the internet, you know, and, and seeing things evolve uh, and a lot of the tools and resources that are on the internet now, you know, it really was not around, uh, especially for me when we were first starting our filmmaking career. So I always wanted to have a way to give back and uh, DaVinci Resolve has a complete free version, uh, which is not, you know, everything that's in the full studio version, of course, uh, but you could, you know, edit a lot of really good stuff in there. So I, I it kind of just was a twofer of, you know, I can teach something that's not so much on the internet, you know, as heavily as everything else. And it's got a free version. So it's more appealing to a lot more of an audience. You know, it's a lot broader. No, that's super awesome. Super awesome, dude. And I, it's been really cool to see you grow. And we had a mutual, I guess, collaboration. And I, I, that, that definitely wasn't like the trigger for you. I think that you were already on, on track, uh, on your track that you're on to this, this growth you're seeing. Cause like right now, I think you're just under like 15,000, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I haven't checked it for about a week or so, but I, uh, I, th I think like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at your stuff right now on social blade and it looks like roughly you're getting like almost 2000 subscribers a month, you know, between like maybe a thousand and 2000 some months. And it seems like, you know, you're getting like a couple hundred, three, three, 400 a week, which is just, which is crazy, you know, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It is the, it's, to touch on like what you're saying with the collaboration, which I'm I'm sure majority of people that you know would listen to us, uh, maybe not because I mean, shoot, when when did we first collab? You know, like that was every bit of it's got to be two years, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was that was a while ago. But actually, the and I was I was going to get to that. Um, the mutual collaboration that I was was talking about was Armando. Oh no, yeah, exactly. See, because that, that's I was going to touch on that too. Because it's like I'm sure there's going to be people that listen to this that are thinking the same thing, uh, you know, or was in the same boat. And, and again, it's not like um, 
I've made it, you know, or, or nothing like that, uh, which is honestly, I've had people message me and ask if I can make uh, videos on how to grow, you know, and things like that. And I'm like, well, honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But it's like, uh, I remember thinking, you know, when I had just a couple hundred subscribers, you know, like, I just got to collab with bigger people, you know, I just got to convince them to, you know, um, get me on their channel and, and that, and that'll blow me, out, you know, out of the water kind of thing. Um, and as time went on, I started to realize that that really wasn't the case. And I remember when, um, I, I did a video contest that Armando and Sydney, uh, had did where it was like a one light challenge. And I think I got like third place or something like that. And, uh, Armando had messaged me asking, how did I do a certain effect? And we had talked back and forth and, uh, come to find out he is genuinely a, a super, super nice guy. Uh, and he genuinely super you know, nice guy. Yeah. He, I mean, he's been around forever and he is nothing is in his head, you know, like he is genuinely, um, you know, just a good guy. And he, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, if you're ever out in LA, you know, uh, hit me up. And I was like, awesome. Well, me living in Kansas city, you know, uh, that's a, it's a little bit of a, a trip, you know, and I got three kids, you know, and I'm doing a lot of freelance stuff. So it's like, sometimes money doesn't line up and, uh, eventually the stars aligned. And, uh, one of the guys here locally that I do, uh, weddings with sometimes he was like, so I have a wedding, uh, destination wedding that just booked us or booked me for LA. And I remember like grabbing him by the arm and I was like, you need to take me to LA. And he was like, what? And I remember at that moment, I was like, you need to take me to LA because you are going to help my channel blow up. And he was like, okay, let me think about it. Well, long story short, you know, he hired me uh, to do that. And I, I basically just got the ticket to LA two days earlier. Um, so I could hit up Armando, you know, we could do this uh, collaboration. Uh, and I did, and it, it was awesome to meet him and get to hang out and him and Connor. Uh, it, it was super fun. Um, and we did a, a really fun video. And then I, you know, on Saturday, cause I was there for a couple of days and the last day I had to shoot a wedding and then uh, fly back home. And I remember um, after I was hanging out with him, I was thinking, this literally has nothing to do with numbers. I'm just excited to get to meet someone that I've looked up to for a while, you know? Um, and it kind of hit me like a couple weeks. I, I think it was about a month until we actually dropped the video because I think it was around the holidays and we were trying to time it correctly to have the best, you know, response. And I remember I like was checking, uh, my, you know, uh, YouTube studio and stuff when it went live and even for a couple weeks afterwards. And it kind of hit me at that moment, which I already knew, but the collaborations really doesn't do a lot. I mean, it, it does maybe for some people, but it's like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for it. And I'm, I'm mostly grateful to just get to have hung out, you know, and, and shot something cool and, uh, get to meet some of these cool guys. Uh, but I figured out real fast, you know, like, or like, at least for me, it clicked for sure. It was like the, you know, the collaboration, it didn't really push my channel. Like I thought it was going to, um, I figured out majority of my growth, especially after diving into the analytics of my channel, all my growth was really coming from those tutorials and the things that I had niched down on really hard, um, and that's kind of when it clicked of like, I need to just focus on 
you know, not, not only focus on that, but I, I need to, this is where I'm seeing the results. So I need to kind of stay this path. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to box myself in a corner so much that if I do a collaboration with you or with Armando, uh, or, you know, just do a random vlog that, you know, it's just not out of left field. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that's all extremely interesting and it's cool to get like your perspective on, on all that stuff. I mean, when I collaborated with him, I don't even remember how many subscribers I had. I I definitely saw a spike, um, a large percentage growth, I guess you would say in, in what I was at, but like in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't, it wasn't anything exponential. It definitely like gave me a little bit more of a a quote unquote platform, I guess you could say. Um, but I agree. It was more, more or less for me. It was just great to, you know, collaborate with him, see how he operated and just hang out with somebody who I like watched and looked up to, you know, super cool dude. Super awesome. Like got to go to his house and hang out with him. And it's been, it's been interesting for me because I'm, I, I'm not really trying to remove myself as like a, at, like from that niche, but at the same time, right. I, I kind of am, you know, I want to do more like just lifestyle, I guess, like everything that I'm trying to do going forward is is going to be about work life and everything in between, which is a little vague, but it's just like, that's what I want to do. I want to document just my, my journey through life. And I've kind of, I mean, I, that's always what I've talked about is like my journey through life as a creator, but now it's just kind of my journey through life is what I guess it's going to be. And it's going to be about work life and everything in between. Um, but you know, it's, it's been, it's been cool to see you grow because I feel like you're, you're going in a little bit of an opposite direction. I feel like you started out doing more vlogs but now you're you're niching down and you're doing more tutorial stuff more filmmaking stuff and like dude it's been super cool to like see not only like how you grew on camera like I feel like you're more yourself you know not that you weren't but in the beginning I feel like everybody tries to be a little bit more animated now it's just like it's just you um it's been cool to see that it's been cool to see the gear growth because like you got you got the sick office you've got tons of cool gear now that you play with um but then it's just cool to see like I I feel like you have you found your own voice and you found your own spot on this platform and I'm just curious to like here do you do you anticipate like kind of staying in this trajectory and you know, obviously there's so much room that you can grow and evolve. Like you don't, you don't just have to stay into that area. I mean, we can look at people like, I mean, obviously Peter McKinnon is, is a massive creator, but he's, he's even now branching out even more. Like, do you, do you see yourself like, where, where do you see this going? I guess in the next like year, two years, three years, four years, five years, whatever. I would love, um, which it's funny because the timing is actually um, kind of spot on. So I just met with um, a financial guy um, through, uh, we know him through the family, but he has a financial business. Uh, I just met with him because um, I'm not making a lot of money off of YouTube, but I'm I'm making a, a decent amount, enough that if I don't handle this correctly, you know, it's going to bite me in the butt come the end of the year with taxes. Uh, so I needed to set up an LLC and, um, all my other video freelance stuff that I'd been doing has been just sole proprietor stuff like that, which, 
no one really cares about. That's kind of boring. But the, the, the point is, it's like, as I was talking with him, I kind of started thinking about the same thing, you know, like, what is my long-term goal? What am, what am I focusing on? Uh, where do I want to be? And it's like the long-term, I, I would like to do uh, more short films. Hell yeah, I, I literally have a list that has been sitting uh, on my phone for two years now. Um, and you know, of like things I want to hit each year. And of course this year kind of got a little weird for, you know, everyone, you know, I, I want to do more short films and it's like, you know, I've got, um, you know, three different tutorials that I'm editing, you know, uh, uh you know, now, uh, you know, uh, this week and, you know, I'll kind of just let them sit in the queue for a while. Um, because in the back of my mind, I know that's where, um, eyes are coming on me. I also know it's, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is. Tutorials tend to be one of those things that are a little bit more timeless, uh, because there's always someone trying to learn something, you know, that's very uh, true. Yeah. It, and it doesn't matter if someone's taught it before someone's always looking for someone else's opinion. The same as we watch unboxings and reviews is, and you we know, watch hundreds of them when we're trying to buy hundreds. a new, whatever it is and not even yep. just camera gear, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's like, it's either you don't agree or, or you're hearing the thing that you don't want to hear. So you go looking for someone else or you're so excited that you, uh, have to watch more, you know, um, like I've been excited for, you know, what Canon's dropping with their cameras and stuff. So it's like, I've watched so many videos of just people talking about it, you know, and it's like the camera's not even in their hands yet. It's just, it interests me, you know, it, it, it nerds me out. So it's for like, sure. I understand that that kind of tutorial stuff is something people will always need. And my thought has always kind of been too, with tutorials, it's like, I'm not going to dive into everything, you know, in every tutorial, because the hope is, is that people will kind of learn something new as they're doing it. Um, of course, there's people that don't want to learn it that way. Uh, and they want to know why you didn't teach this one step, even though you might have taught it literally the video before. Um, but I in in the future to, to bring it all around, <laughs> the really long step of that is uh I see definitely tutorials for at least a while, uh, but I'm really trying to push uh, more vlogs, more uh, behind the scenes. I'm actually working on a series right now of like, um, like maybe I do, I don't know, a short film or, or something that is very, you know, stylized and maybe has some visual effects or something in it. And it's, it's just a short film. It's just that. And then another episode will be more dissecting how I did it. And it can be more vlog slash tutorial. Um, not so much just me sitting at the computer. Um, right. It's, yeah. It's like, I, I, I wish, and again, it's like, I, I'm sure you've seen that too. It's like, I, I, I'm trying to, and I've got a couple videos that are all about lighting coming out, but it's like, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, people need to watch those so much more, um, you know, about lighting and audio and these things that really will change your video, you know, but it's like people want a new camera or they want to fix it and post. And it's like, that should be your last ditch effort, you know? Um, so it's like, I, I want to be able to, 
kind of sneak in some lighting tutorials, maybe within that, like, how did I create this scene or, you know, whatever it is. Um, really you just basically want to evolve what you're doing. You want to take what you're yeah. doing and just maybe take it a, a step further. So I guess my, my next question to that um, is like, all right, so you, you also do freelance and you, you know, you do a bunch of different things. And we were kind of talking that, about this before the podcast started. You do a lot of live event stuff, bands. Yeah. You, you said you were getting into wrestling. Uh, you do weddings on occasion. Looks like you do some commercial stuff too. Um, yeah. Do you, do you, where do you see, because here's something that I've, I've, I guess I struggled with last year, big, big time was it was hard to do both uh, running a production company and, and doing a YouTube channel, putting out weekly videos that were fairly involved. Like it, it, it's definitely a challenge. So where do you see, you know, that going? Do you see like, would you, obviously we can never really tell what's going to happen. We don't know. We can't, we can't read the future, but you know, we right. can, I think we can set things up to, to kind of happen. And if we put our mind to it and we work hard, things could, you know, we could, we could potentially get there. And if we didn't, at least we tried, you know? So where right. do you, like, where do you see that going? Do you see, do you see you maybe down the road, if you had the opportunity, would you, would you consider just doing YouTube or, you know, creating content, I guess, for yourself on a platform like YouTube, like full time, or, or are you always going to want to do some freelance, but you'll have the ability when you maybe grow an audience even larger than you already have, you can maybe pick and choose a little bit more. Uh, I would love to get to a point to where I can be very particular on what I'm taking on as a freelancer. But it's like, you know, every freelancer, it's like we've taken that project. We're like, I don't want to do this. The client's being a complete dick, you know, um, but I need the money. You know, I got to pay, got to pay the rent. And even when I was talking to the my financial advisor, I was uh, I was saying, because he even asked, he's like, what's the what's the goal? And I was like, I've actually never thought about it till right now, but I was like, and I never said it out loud. I was like, the goal is to be my own boss. You know, like I, I want to be able to, um, hire people on to help me shoot videos. You know, like, uh, I, I want to reverse the role, um, long-term as like, you know, I'm getting hired on as a DP, you know, uh, or grip department or something, you know, I'm, I'm getting hired on to help, uh, where I would like to flip that long term to where I'm, you know, able to hire some of the guys here locally. And then it's like, of course, you know, like, because uh, I, I do love freelance. Um, so it's like if there was that really cool project and stuff, I would love to be financially stable at a point um, to where my income, you know, is coming uh, mainly from, you know, uh, YouTube uh, or social media in general is I would love to be able to hire someone to come shoot that behind the scenes because it's like the same as you mentioned earlier. It's like, there's a reason those videos specifically for me trickled off. That was behind the scenes, like of a commercial shoot because it, it is so hard, so hard. And honestly, majority of the footage I got um, from the last couple that I did was for me handing a camera to a PA, you know, and saying, record something, you know, like, yeah. but, but again, it's like, it was only specific clients that I felt comfortable enough doing that unless I had someone hired out 
to help them uh, or shoot behind the scenes content. Sometimes I lucked out and the client wanted behind the scenes content to put up. But even then I had to be careful that I wasn't putting the same content on my channel. So yeah, exactly like you're saying. It's like, and it's hard because it's like in that situation, the client comes first. So it's like, I would love to get to the point to where I'm kind of the client, if that makes sense. You know, like I, um, I would love to be able to hire people out, you know? No, I totally get that. And as you were kind of saying that, it was making me think about like, I mean, up until, up until a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I was, I was, whenever I would do freelance stuff and I would take on my own projects, I was a one man band. And then we started the company and then now we're a two man band. And now we're getting to the part where we have hired on, uh, freelance staff, um, right because it, it just right now it makes more financial sense, but now we're, we're, you know, a few more people than just, than just ourselves. So it's like, I have, I've always kind of known that in the back of my head. And I think maybe early on in my career, I was like, no, I want to do everything myself, but it's so much easier to get things done and produce higher quality work when there's, when there's more people involved, but not just like, not just like having too many hands in the pot, but having, designated people for each task and something you just said where it's like well the last couple behind the scenes videos that i did i wasn't even the one shooting the behind the scenes it's like well you you really can't you really can't be in the video and shoot the behind the scenes at the same time it's and and also work you know it's so complicated and i used to run into that all the time and you know we King Wolf Creative have a YouTube channel and that's something that we've struggled with is that like, oh, we want to do more behind the scenes videos and we actually have a bunch in the queue and the ones that we have in the queue and they've been sitting in the queue for like half a year. We just haven't gotten around (laughs) to like, yeah, like we haven't gotten around because we have a bunch of behind the scenes footage, but we have to tie it together. So we got to sit down, you know, talk about it and then edit it all together. But all those times, all that footage we have is not shot by us because we need to focus on the task at hand, which is the job. And yeah, the client's cool with us filming behind the scenes videos, but like I can't, you know, myself or Justin, especially us because director, producer, like we can't like take time away from the job that is at hand because that's, that's super important. The client takes a priority. So you, you have to bring in other people in order to get that stuff done. Um, and you know, that's something that we will learn through YouTube, you know, it's like, Eventually, at some point, if you're going to be creating more content and you're going to be creating higher quality content, you can't just do it yourself. And that's something that is very challenging with this this hobby or job or whatever you want to call it. It's like some people don't realize that this is like we do this all ourselves. Like for me, I I do this podcast. I mean, I just started doing it. We're only this is the second episode, but I do the podcast. I create the graphics for the podcast. I got to. I don't really like to edit. I don't want to edit much of this podcast. Um, but you know, adding some compression and EQ and adding the intro right. in and all that stuff. Gotta do that, then gotta upload it, then gotta create a description. Then I have the vlog, which I gotta shoot and edit all myself, create a thumbnail, do all that. It's a there's a lot of time that goes into this. Yeah, I, I get that completely too, because it's like uh like you were saying with the the client and stuff, uh, is it's like you have a certain uh 
it's like, I, I know I do. And it's like, and from seeing your work, I know you do too, is like, you have a certain quality that it's like, there's always going to be a fine line of it, it's got to be done at some point, but it's like, there is a fine line of our standard is at a certain way. So you can't just it. I feel like if you dump too much time in the two things at one time, it's like, you're not, you know, you're giving percentages away to each thing. So if you're trying to vlog behind the scenes stuff and shoot the thing for the client, it's like both of them are going to suffer. It's going to happen whether, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your best or not. It's like, it's going to suffer somewhere. It's going to suffer. You're going to miss that shot or you're going to think you had one in focus, but you're a little distracted. So maybe you didn't. And it's like, and again, it could probably be tweaked and fixed, but it's like, when it's something that maybe it comes down to, it never should have happened or you, you know, you could do that in your sleep. But when you're just a little bit sidetracked and it's like, it, it can throw you off. And, I, and like you're saying with video clips sitting in the, uh, you know, your queue and stuff and uh, you guys got to sit down and, and talk through it and stuff. I have figured out for anyone that maybe is wanting to look more in that niche of, you know, shooting behind the scenes stuff, a, I would definitely have someone else shoot the stuff like you're saying, uh, like you did and like I did uh, in the last handful. I would definitely have someone shoot that stuff. Just cover as much as you can, even if it's depending on how serious you are buckling down in that kind of niche or showing that a lot, you know, pay a PA a couple hundred bucks, you know, have them shoot all day, just whatever. Um, it also, I mean, it's like you may even have that for your you know, like a commercial that you do for your business, you know, and you have like footage of you guys setting stuff up. Um, and it's because it, it's like it's it's like the same thing. It's like any good photographer, like they normally don't have that great of photos of themselves. And there's a reason why it's because they're always taking photos of someone else. And right. it's it's like I've definitely figured out that just shooting as much content having someone else shoot that and then sitting down yourself and trying to piece that together like you guys have been doing on your other channel. Uh, it definitely, I think is the way to go. Uh, it seen that's really what kind of, uh, clicked in my brain, you know, when I did that a few times of that kind of, it's like a vlog slash tutorial. Um, it kind of pieces it together, you know, a little bit more, um, because it's like not a lot of people realize when you're shooting a vlog, majority of the time you kind of have to have a beginning, middle and end, you know, um, and it's like when you do it the other way and have someone just shoot all this footage, it's like you kind of can figure that out later in post, you know, um, or, you know, when you you sit down and kind of talk through it. But again, like you're saying, it's it's just like it comes down to the client is first. And it's like, that's really where I'm, I'm looking at that. I would love to get to that point of, you know, I'm here for me. Cause it's like, I was like, when I went to LA to collab with Armando, it's like, I was there for a specific reason. I even told the guy that hired me out, uh, you know, I was like, if this is too much, you know, uh, and he's a good friend. Uh, I was like, if this is too much, uh, let me know. I will gladly reschedule, you know, with Armando, I will find another way to hit him up some other time, you know? And he was like, no, no, you're, you're good. Um, but it's like, it was very refreshing for those two days that I was there. Uh, and the same as like when I, you know, came out to Massachusetts and stuff like that and hung out with you and Cody and Jason, it's like, it was very refreshing doing a video just for you, 
you know, just for yeah. your YouTube channel. It was like, I had no other, you know, video project on my mind. You know, it was, it was just that. And it's like that ever since that, uh, honestly, probably since we were in Massachusetts, that has been my goal, um, to chase that I would like it to be where I can just do videos for me. And then if a really cool project comes on, it's like, I'm doing it not because I need the money. I'm doing it because I think it's really cool. And I, you know, I, you know, want to support it and put my spin on it and stuff like that. I think that's what we all like strive for as filmmakers is that we want to, you know, create content that we're passionate about at least, you know, and whether that's to make an impact or you just want to do something for fun, do something for yourself. Because when you, when you get into this career, you do it cause you love it. You do it cause you like to make videos. You do it cause you like to tell stories, whatever it is. And then along the way, I've heard of so many people just like totally burnt out from filmmaking. They don't even touch a camera when they go home. They don't even want to think about it. And it's like the whole reason that you, got into this is because you fell in love with the art of it. Um, and you said something kind of uh, a, a little ways back that I, I kind of want to touch on to kind of wrap up here. And that was giving your percentages to certain things. I'm in no way, shape or form like good at, I, I got to figure out how, how to say this. I'm in no way, shape or form like the best at giving my percentages in the correct ways to everything. Like I try my best. I try super hard. Like I, I always try and do so much. I like to just do things. Like I'm a guy that likes to go, go, go. Like that's just me. It's always been who I am. Um, but I, I, you know, I need to practice at it and, you know, I definitely try my best to make sure that I give enough time for, you know, Jen and, and, and family and stuff like that. Cause that is obviously, I think that's number one all the time. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. And I definitely want to get, you know, some wrap up here, uh, just maybe some advice on, and nobody has the golden ticket. Nobody has the key to the perfect success between work-life balance, but you as a father, as a husband who is a freelancer and has a YouTube channel and, and, and does a lot, you know, what are some tips or advice that you, you could maybe give that for anybody listening, you know, wants to figure out, you know, how can I make the time for this next passion project, but still have time for all the other things that I have going on? You know, what would be some advice for that? Right. The, I would definitely say, uh, just like you mentioned, family's always got to come first. Um, something I've kind of figured out is you definitely have to be, uh, on the right page. Like I'm, I make sure I'm always on the same page with my wife. Uh, if I'm going to be taking on something like she knows, um, I need to, you know, make money when it comes up and stuff, but it's like, I have created a habit, um, that if I have multiple projects start stacking up, you know, I will text her all the dates I'm looking at, um, to kind of make sure I'm not missing something, you know, with the family or the kids, uh, because at least for me, it's like, um, I will work as much as I possibly can, uh, you know, because it's like, I I'm, I'm never sure if that extra paycheck's going to be there, you know, or I'd rather have it. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the word would be, but it's like, it's almost like buyer's remorse, but it's, it's like working. So it's almost, I guess it's like a workaholic kind of thing, you know, uh, 
But I, I've definitely figured out that what's worked, at least for me, is like I will always double check with my wife what's going on, you know, before I for sure hard book stuff out. Uh, maybe not every time, but especially like like these last three months, I have uh, three kids, and every month, uh, once a time, you know, they each have their birthdays uh, all these months in a row. Uh, June, July, and August. So trying to plan birthday parties and have a day with them can be kind of taxing, you know, sometimes. And it's like, and again, it's only a couple months out of the year. So it's not like it's a big deal, but it's like, I I definitely try to focus uh, and make sure that they always come first, especially like the, the kids have done pretty good. They, they understand, but it's like, I have to I used to say just just categorize everything, just make a calendar for everything, um, which I, I still do believe that it, it does help. Like I put a lot of stuff in my calendar. I don't necessarily block family time out like I used to, um, because I've kind of caught on what what works for our family and and catching myself. But it's even like I have to learn that I can walk away from a video sometimes and that it can wait till tomorrow. Uh, and that is literally a constant struggle of mine. Uh, and my wife ha- knows that it's a struggle of mine. So sometimes she'll let me know, like if I say I got to work on a video for a couple hours and then we'll have dinner. If I'm 10 minutes late, um, she's not you know, writing my case. She knows that the way at least my brain works is if I spend that extra 10 minutes getting it done, um, my brain won't be stuck on it, you know, for the next two days. Um, so, and, and it's, it, it really does. It's always got to come down to priorities and it's, I constantly have to, yes. And it's like, and I got to remind myself, uh, that, you know, it's like, what is the drive behind me wanting to, you know, have, my income come from YouTube and stuff like that. You know, what is the priority? What is this? And it's like, I want to be able to provide for my family and see my family, you know, because it's like any other freelancer, they know it's like, sometimes there'll be those months where you just never see anyone because you're just working so much, you know, just on um, the grind. Yeah. And it's like, and, and luckily I, I have a, a really supportive wife, you know, and we support each other and any adventures we try to take on, but it's like, she gets, you know, we've been married for a long time. So it's like, she gets the freelance side of it. Uh, and, and luckily it, it may not be the case for everyone, but it's like, at least for me, my wife has always supported the YouTube thing. Um, but even with that, I have to balance it out because if I, if I didn't, constantly watch myself because everyone knows themselves the best is really where it comes down to. And it's like, if I didn't constantly check up on myself that I'm, um, you know, not putting too much time in it, you know, uh, like there's some nights I will want to finish a video upstairs or want to film something, you know, I'm like, Oh, I've got a great idea. Well, first thing I do is because I have ADHD is I'll put it in my phone, you know, like in a note or something. So I don't forget it. Um, but I've definitely figured out that it, there's some nights I just don't do it. You know, like I, I don't go upstairs. I don't, you know, go to my office. I don't work on it. And I figured out, at least for me specifically, I will at least try the bat shoot two videos together. So if it all came down to it, you know, it's like I at least have 
two weeks, you know, uh, basically, because I try to put out about a video a week or something like that. And then it's like, and then if I really have the time, you know, like uh, maybe work hasn't been as much. Uh, so I've got the time to grind those few things in. I will try to pump out some more videos and just put those in the queue just so when the time comes, um, I'm not constantly trying to grind after that, you know, because um, it's like when it's all said and done, it's like, you know, my kids are growing up so fast. You know, I've got an 11, a five and an eight year old. And it's like, when it's all said and done, I don't want to have worked so hard to give them the things that they want or the things that I think they need, but I wasn't around to see it, you know? Um, Dude. Yeah. That's, that's really where it comes down to. Cause it's like, it's really hard to, to not want to constantly grind at that. And it's the same thing with marriage. It's like, even people that don't have kids, it's like, you don't want to be so focused on, that, you know, like I, I, I love filmmaking. I love YouTube. I love all of it, but it's like, I'm not married to it. It's not my kid. And it's pretty much going to be there tomorrow. And it's like, in the days that my kids grow up so fast, they're not going to be there tomorrow, you know? Um, so that's, it's really where it, can, it comes down to. It's like every person kind of knows themselves. If I had to give advice to someone, it, it would be that, you know, yourself and you kind of have to figure out what works for you, which is like the most vague answer to give anyone. But it's like, you really know what it comes down to. And it's like, especially if you're married and you have kids and stuff, that communication, man, it really comes down to a lot of it. Um, a lot of my fights early on in marriage, uh, even before YouTube was about uh, non-communication, you know, uh, what do they say? Happy wife, happy life. And I think that really comes yep. down to the communication, you know? Oh, 100 percent dude man that was some that was some heat at the end dude i appreciate you giving me your time man you 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 dropped some knowledge and i i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation yeah thanks for having me on dude i uh i look forward to hearing more from your podcast uh you know sometimes i like to just turn on your voice and you know fall asleep no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's weird <laughs> dude well hey thank you man appreciate it